Hello and welcome to another episode of The Money Honey, the show that brings you women in property, finance and construction. This is the place to be if you want to be surrounded by female leaders in this space who are making moves in the industry and you want to learn from them and be inspired by them. Now today, I am not bringing on a client, although we have worked together. It's not a client. It's not a lender. It's not any. It's a friend. She has truly become a friend of mine because the power of social media has brought us together. I never even knew about Adele before. We'd never crossed paths. We were, you know, living totally different parts of the world or of the country. Um, and I'm so grateful for her first ever message when she reached out to me. And that was it. Since then, we've had cocktails in Manchester. You know, we've got like a shopping trip coming up. And I just want to share her story. I want her to share the story because she's been through a transformational journey and has got a phenomenal business, an amazing family. And I just don't know how she does it. So I just can't wait for her to share the story. So let's bring her on. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are are you? I'm good. That was a great introduction. I'll have to use that. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally what I could say about you on the spot because it's what what I feel. There's no no script. It's just I've been wanting to do this for such a long time and we've spoken for hours and hours and hours on Zoom, haven't we, during our sessions together and I've got to know you. I know your journey. I know your story. We've cried together on Zoom. I know we've shed a little tear. We've had bottles of Prosecco together. But really, I want everybody else to know and love you just as much as I do. So over to you. Who are you? What do you do? And who is Adele? Thank you. So uh, my name is Adele Turton. I am the owner and MD of Block Property Finance which is the rebirth of my original business that I started in 2007. Um, I'll start there, really. I came into this industry by accident, literally by accident. I left the legal profession after qualifying and deciding that it wasn't for me. I left and had nowhere to work, started another degree, ended up working for a mortgage broker, uh, just doing some admin. And then I realised that my contract experience from the legal world really worked with investors and developers and structuring different things. Um, And it literally went from there. So I got here by accident, but I really love what I do. I've got real passion for it. Um, So that was 2007, possibly the worst time to start any business (laughs) ever. Um, But we survived just. Um, we've We've been on a bit of a meandering journey ever since. That business was called Plan A. Um, I named it Plan A because I got sick of being with everybody's Plan Z because I'm good at solving problems. I thought I need to be first. But I like solving problems. I don't like easy stuff. Um, I love that. Yeah, it, 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 it was literally, it was like, oh, God, I've got another problem. But I realised that that's, that's what I like. I, things that are too easy, I just don't do it. I'm just, I like a challenge. If you've got a really easy deal, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do that later. I, I like yeah. something that I can think <laughs> crazy. Um, I'll do that later. Yeah. So part of um, part of this journey sort of helped me realise that I um, have identified that I myself 
don't want to dominate. I want to be very niche and specialist in what I do and be very, very good at that. I can obviously turn my hand to a lot of different things, but I don't want to be an enormous business. I like being a small, what some people now call boutique style um, business. Um, it suits me. It suits my clients. I have a small, constant client base that's constantly revolving around as things come in and go. But I've dealt with the same people for 20 years. There's lots of new um, people that I'm dealing with recently. Um, and I've recognised that that's what my business is. I think we're sort of conditioned to think you've got to build a business that can be sold, which it's incredibly difficult to do that, especially if you're on your own. You've got to bring in the right people. You've got to bring in equity. And I love what I do. It, it, I like the job. So it, it, it works for me. Um, I rebranded the business as Blanc Property Finance. Um, because of my love of the mountains, um, my end goal is to live in Chamonix, which if anybody knows Chamonix, it's the foot of Mont Blanc, hence Blanc. Um, anybody who knows anything about me will know that we love skiing. Uh, my daughter is constantly on the snow. So I also like um, Ibiza, and Ibiza is known as the White Island. And that's literally where it came from. It's a little bit cheesy, but it fits with me. Um, a lot of people say blank. Oh my God, blank. It's blank. <laughs> it's blank. It's not, yeah, it's blank, yeah. <laughs> and ironically, you'd think that that would be a northern thing to make that mistake. Is most southerners say blank. Oh God, <laughs> it's not blank. So I just go with it now. You can call me blank if you want. I'm not bothered. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's good. I think we sort of dialed things down last year in, in terms of tailed everything back because obviously we knew what was coming this year. And I think like COVID and lockdown, it's come in a different, it's come in a different outfit. It's not coming, lenders have got no money. There, there is a, there's plenty of liquidity. The issue is um, servicing from lenders. Everything has slowed down hugely. There's a lot of panic in the markets. Um, but we're as busy as ever, as I'm sure everybody else is out there. Um, I keep sort of pinching myself thinking, is it happening yet? No, no, it's not. We're all right. We're all right. We're still busy. It's the, the phones are still ringing, you know. Um, and it's a nice problem to have, being yeah. busy. Yeah, I mean, this is it. I think I've had brokers. There was um, a couple of clients that I had around October, November, and um, they started, no, they, we started working together around the summertime and they were like, Roz, the phone won't stop. Um, you know, they, they, they told me that they were like, some of them were struggling like mentally with how busy they were and it was just too much. Mm. And I really felt for them. I was like, oh my God, that sounds really, you know, it's actually not sometimes a good problem to have that you're no. too busy. Um, it is actually really stressful because you don't want to let anyone down. That one person that you do let down will tarnish your reputation. And so, you know, you start to have sleepless nights. But this particular person went from, I am turning business away. And then one day he woke up, obviously must have read the news that, you know, there's there's a bit of scaremongering. And he was like, no, I'm going to have to cut down on budget because I don't know if I'm going to get much business. You know, it's going to get really quiet. And you're like, so... When it's busy, it's busy. But when you're quiet, I think it messes with your brain that you're quiet, therefore you may not survive. But you've been busy and you know the busy times are going to come again if yeah. you've obviously put your provisions in place and you've put your safety net in place. But, yeah, so how, how does that feel in your world? Like, do you go, do you panic when it's quiet or do you think, oh, I'll just take a breather? 
I've always had this wonderful knack and my dad, God bless him. He used, my dad was a joiner and he used to have the same thing and I could do it. If I think I'm short of business within half a day, a new deal will come in. It, talk about putting things out to the universe. It's just a natural thing. Um, I manage stress like that. I do a thing called, um, it's Freedom Warriors. It's one of my friends runs it. And we get up every morning. We're on a Zoom at six o'clock. It's based on the Miracle Morning Principle. But he also does a bolt-on group yes, coaching session. Yeah. It's amazing. And if I don't do it, I'm all day. I'm just all over. But it, it structures my day. I can write down the things that are bothering me, write down the things that I've got to tackle, no matter how big or small. It could be school-run dentist, um, bringing child back with an injured leg, or, you know, I've, I've got to speak to such and such a bank about restructuring the facility because the exit's late. There's, there's so many different varied things on that, but it just... Even if I don't follow it, it's got my thoughts out of my head and I can, right, we're ready now. I think sometimes if you keep a lot of things in your head, it, it it's, it's much harder. It's like anything, a problem or, or, or anything like that. But if you write a to-do list every day um, and focus on what you have to do, the noise that you're getting from the media, which is often incorrect anyway, um, you, you don't hear it. You don't hear it anymore. It sort of goes yeah. away. So I think you have to allow yourself time to do that. And I don't necessarily mean me time where you go to a spa, which would be lovely. I mean, actually, just just a little bit of organisation within your own mind for the massive list that we've all got to do every day. And you just feel so much more positive at the end of every day because you've been able to either tip things off or you literally just roll it on to the next day. But, you know, whatever. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's there's a lot to do. If I look at my to do list every day, it's ridiculous. Yeah, from the tiniest, yeah, like brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, the major things. Um, but life is like this now. Life is very busy. Life is busy, but I really want to elaborate on this personal development uh, journey that you go on and that you've been on, and uh, which I adore. And I have my own little routine. I've read the Miracle Morning. I've constructed yeah. that around my life and done my own thing but um let's talk about the theme of the show which is the money honey it's about women in finance women in property and construction um there's a massive lorry now backing up it near my drive so there's going to be a lot of noise this is brilliant <laughs> for the podcast so apologies in advance but this is what it is brilliant yeah no worries um so uh the the question is Obviously, there's women watching this and there'll be men and women who perhaps have a struggle through the industry and um, have been through ups and downs. Wisdom with, with that, you know, with women who want to progress in the industry and they want to find their voice, find their space, but perhaps they're not surrounded by the right people. They're not in the right frame of mind. Like, how would you tackle that? Um, I think I was quite fortunate because the, the chap that introduced me to Miracle Morning and this Freedom Warriors group that I'm part of was actually a client. Um, and I guess unless I didn't speak to him about what he was doing and connected with pe with him, I would never have found it. So I guess it's just been open to conversations. We get we can get into a rut of head down, got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done. But that actually makes you feel a lot worse just maybe take a little bit of time. I know whenever I've got, um, sorry, <laughs> whenever I've got um, 
so a problematic case where something's gone wrong in a case, the best thing to do is to put it to one side for half an hour. I can find the answer. You can never do it when, she, when, when you're in there. So it's, it's just learning these little techniques. I think I've always been aware of personal development and self-help, if you like, just because of my teenage years with, with my dad and he sort of re, re, retrained as a counsellor. So I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by people that are really open to this idea because it is, I'd probably say in the last 10 years, it's become really prominent. Prior to 10 years, it was like, oh my, you, you're talking about what? You're doing what? You know, you're you're, you're doing affirmations, you're, you're visualising. Yeah, meditating. <laughs> yeah, what? But everybody does it now, and I do think that it is important to um, that to me that that is um, that self love that is looking after yourself mentally. Um, I do think it's it is very important, and whatever that is, some people go to the gym, um, some people do go to the gym and do this. You know, it's I do think it's important to find your thing, but it's only through communicating with people just 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 talking to people really talking to your clients and you never know what synergy there is there and in fact most people have synergy they just don't realize they think their issues or their problems let's say are just they're in the soul is for them they're not i can guarantee you everybody's got the same feelings or stress or absolutely absolutely i think that's a, a noteworthy point you've just made there one to secure in your notebook and your diary that you have to whatever industry you're in whatever's going on around you you have to check in with yourself you have to yeah. clear your head first you have to organize your thoughts you have to spend that time organizing your day in your diary regardless of what industry you're in and then secondly what i love about what you do is you surround yourself with people who you want to be like who are aligned with your goals and your vision and people who lift you up if you are in a job you hate if you are surrounded by people you don't like then one that can be changed you can change that you can reconstruct your own reality and um like you know, I really love the word that you use, the rebirth of your original business. Like there's never, you, you always get a second chance. Actually, there's 10, you can have 10 chances, right? You can have as many chances as you like. You, as the ability to, to get back up again is, is one of the, it's one of my biggest strengths, I think. There's been a lot of, in everybody's life, everybody suffers setbacks and it could be something very personal. It could be something financial. It could be something business-wise. Everybody fails at something at some at some point my daughter's just been um selected for team gb two days later she had a big crash and she's out she's not out of the team but she's out of the race i think i was more yeah. upset than she was, <laughs> was yes um and it's that ability to right this has happened what do we do now ground zero what is the plan and being able to focus on that plan before you know it you've moved past that and that's what miracle morning or freedom warriors does for me is that you, you, before you know it, you're in the middle of your plan and you've moved on. You're like, oh, I don't feel yeah. like that. You, you've you've refocused. What is what is the saying? Um, where the focus goes, the energy flows. Uh, energy goes where attention. Go yeah. yeah, um, something like energy that. flows where attention goes. Yes, I love that saying. But I also love how you can make a setback your comeback. And Absolutely. when you say ground zero, 
that is the best place to build again. So when you've got a flat piece of land and you can build up again, you build a stronger foundations because if you get given, um, as you and I have probably seen many a times in our commercial transactions, like a derelict building, if you get given a derelict building and you want to do that building up, you wouldn't just do patchwork on it, right? Because you know that the foundations will uh, demolish yeah. that building again in the future. So if you are crashing, if you are coming down, then just know that, you know, that is the right, the rise is coming. If you are, you know, mentally prepared to, to lift yourself back up. Yeah. So I love that. Love that work that you do. Like a reset, um, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Like a reset. So um, I have a couple of final questions for you. One is, what would you love to see different in the industry? I know it's evolved a lot from when you first started out, but mm. what do you think we still need to work on in financial services? Oh, oh gosh, that is a huge question. I know, huge... but one thing, if we could see one think... tiny minor improvement. I think, um, oh gosh, um, I, I like to see women represented, but I think... I love all the women in finance. I love all all this real and 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 equally the support that it gets. Um, I'd like to see it as a Delta to mortgage broker, not a Delta to female mortgage broker. I'm a broker, yeah. <laughs> and and this is I think this can be some of the resistance sometimes that we're having to set ourselves out. That there is a number of reasons why we have to do that is because women usually carry most load at home. Um, that the, the, for us to achieve in this very male-dominated um, environment, you have to be f 10 times as good because of everything else that you're doing. And that's sometimes that isn't the case. Sometimes there's women that choose not to have children. I just wish it was more of a, I'm going to say a level playing field, but then it's not because men and women are different. Men and women have different strengths, um, different abilities, and I think it all should be celebrated. What I don't think is that anybody should just get an automatic recognition for being a man or being a woman. I think it should be judged on merits. Merit. Um, Still, within yeah. That category, yeah. Um, yeah. That was a very deep answer for a No, it is question. very deep, and I'm glad... <laughs> I'm glad you said say it like that because I often get people's response being like, I just want men and women to be equal. And I always say, like, and I'm always not. scared to say it out loud, we're not equal because not. if I am to deliver a baby, for example, if I'm going to deliver a baby, my body's going through that. My hormones are going through that. My head is going through that. And yes, you can return to work and you can have a, a work husband, but... At work, I'm not going to be too graphic, but physically, yeah. my body is still going to feel like I've had a baby. It can take, it can take up to two years after you've had a baby yeah. for your hormones for you to feel like yourself again. It's huge. I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm the, I'm the person that wears the trousers. I'm the dominant one in my relationship just because of what I do. It's the way we are. My David's so laid back. That's why it works. Exactly the I'm same. The one that, I'm the one that drives us forward. I'm the one that sort of, um, you know, when I need to be strong, I'm the one that does deals with things with the kids. But when we were away and Allegra had this accident, I literally fell apart. And I am one of the strongest people I know. I could not. But David's got a sport background. So David was signed to Liverpool as a kid. So he's been around professional sports people a lot. And he literally stepped up with very few words, but he stepped up and he sort of got my head back into check. And I remember thinking, what the... <laughs> but it was so nice that when I needed him to, he 
step forward. I guess if I'm strong, he doesn't need to. He just yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and it was I, so nice. Yeah. I feel so like nice. that, and sometimes I'm like to Matt. I just feel like. I'm just doing everything. He's like, yeah, because you want to do everything. And then like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. But, yeah. and he's like, yeah, and then you want things done a certain way. So you just do it. And then sometimes his go-to thing is like, oh, you just need a hug, don't you? And it is true. It's like, I literally just feel like I need to, like, like you just said, like be, when I, when I am falling apart, they do step up and they, they are there for very you. Very subtly, so. very subtly. Cause he does yeah. know not to come with a full blown, Charging on a horse stuff that doesn't work yeah. with me. No, no. This is something you're going to have to learn how to cope with. Um, it's a minor injury. You know, there was all these sort of things, and then we were talking about the competition because this is not me competing. This is Allegra, and when I see there's a lot of competitive, very privileged children do this sport, and some of them it turns and it gets nasty. And I'm like. I go back to my Bradford roots at this point. I'm like, yeah, you can't do that in this arena. Mm. <laughs> and he's having to calm me down. I like that this is sport. Although they're, they're competing against each other, this is this is what it is. Um, and it, it was it's quite refreshing, actually, that it's usually me that I feel like it's always on me, but it isn't. It's just there in the background. Yeah. And every yeah, they're always there. Yeah. And that, that goes, that the, the same goes for... Um, I know we're talking about relationships, but in your team, in your industry, your boss, sometimes we feel like we're being judged or looked at, but only because it's a reflection of our internal thoughts. Maybe actually, mm -hmm. if you just reached out to your manager and boss and said, I'm feeling like this at work, you know, yeah. is it just in my head or, you know, you probably realize that actually you've got so many more people rooting for you. It's just that you perhaps come across stronger than you think. And therefore people yeah. think you don't need the help or something. like. So we do need yeah. to have, a, a check-in with ourselves and not just blame the 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 society or just blame the industry and say oh well yeah men want this and women want that so we can't ever be equal it's just but it's, it's like we spoke about this before and if you're focusing on a negative a bit like where you where your focus goes your energy flows or whatever the saying is mm. it, and all you can now see is 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 negatives and it's true it yeah. is true you, you you hear things in different ways you read it in different ways you you the, your your perception of the world is negative um and it's not it's not a negative place well it can be if that's how you want to see it but it's, it's really how the you want to see it yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and sometimes you don't realize that you everything starts with you that you have the power to change your life to to make those next steps to fix that deal to confront that situation with with his particular client or lender or surveyor or whatever it is that's going on and, and get involved because that, that's the beauty of this is that you have the power to be able to do that. And for me, that's so, it's empowering. It's like, I can I can change a situation by getting involved, doing this. And I, I, that's what I love about my job. It really gives me that probably too much self-worth, to be honest. So when things do go wrong, I'm like, no. Yeah, but yeah. I provide service for clients as well because I am. It's a double-edged sword. It's your, your strength is always your weakness, isn't it? Um, but it is. Um, you've just got to learn when to say, right, this is enough. This is the boundary. I go beyond this. It's going to start affecting me personally. That's another th important thing. Boundaries. Still learning that at 45 year old. <laughs> and that's what I, I think, No, this is what I love. And I think that is a really great closing conclusion there that you're always learning regardless of your age, regardless of where you're at, where you, whether you've had the fame and you've fallen or you are, 
in the middle of, you know, rising and actually you've got a setback, you're always learning. And that's, that's why I surround myself with people like you. That's why we we're attracted to each other and became friends because I felt like, you know, I'm still very raw and new to having my own business and I've had my successes and I have my milestones. But then when I reach a new one, I'm like, gosh, what I was, that was so little. I'm so much bigger. But then I want to be surrounded by people who are even bigger and more inspirational because it gives me hope that there is always just more and there's just, yeah, progress. For me, it's all about progress rather than perfection. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for being that person for me. You really are. Oh. And I hope that... I don't know what I just did there. I <laughs> the button. It's not me. And... <laughs> I took the tech. <laughs> oh, I just pressed something random by accident and some sort of jingle came on. I'm sorry. But on that note, given that I'm now going, maybe it's my coffee time again. I just wanted to say that I wanted to share my friend Adele with the rest of you because I'm not selfish. I'm not going to hide her and keep her locked away. And just, you know, <laughs> I wanted everyone to get a piece of you, even if it was just for 20 minutes, because this is the kind of chats we used to have instead of doing our social media work when you were, when you came <laughs> to work, when you like asked me to help session. you. Yeah, it was like, yeah, so what should we do in our Miracle Morning? It was like, Adele, you're paying me right now to talk to you about <laughs> social media. Can we just move on? And, you know, but look, it's there's you you went on a journey you are on the journey I know we've still got to chat offline about other things but yeah I just hope everyone has um had a better day just from listening to this and I know that they have so thank you oh, thank you right well have a lovely day I'll speak to you offline you too <laughs> see you later bye, bye.